Welcome, welcome. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Thursday version of the big show. Last one of the week. In fact, uh, we won't be back in the studio, we being me, until next Tuesday. You won't be back till Wednesday. Yes, this is true. And uh, But yet you've lined us up a guest today. I'm very excited about that. I work. I work all the time. You don't even know the things I do. You're really the right magic about that. The magic that goes on around. You do things? I have no the idea. magic that goes on around well, when I you're not looking. I appreciate it, and I'm, I'm excited about this guest today. And well, when, do you, when are you not excited about a guest? Tell me true. a guest you're I'm not like, to... that's a good guest. That's true. I, I, we get out there in Texas. We nail these I guests most of <laughs> we didn't know Miss Texas. <laughs> I know. We got I just said, except for Miss Texas. We didn't know Miss Texas. Uh, but I was excited to have her on. Yeah. I think I booked her. That was back when I would book someone occasionally. Yeah, I know. Those were the golden days back then. You know, she the had, days. She had, had performed, I think, the national anthem at the Pilgrim's Pride Bowl. Sweet. And uh, I talked to her and lined that up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I had no idea that it would go so awry. What were you going to walk her into? Anyway, today, 5.30, you know, I'm going to do this. We'll do this. We typically try to be open to as many people as possible. We don't like to overdo it. But, But we try to make sure when you do something notable, we get you on the show. It's been a minute since uh, since James Bowie has gotten in the basketball playoffs. They qualified this week. Willie McDonald's their coach. Way back with Willie. You do. I don't. I really didn't ever work with Willie. Yeah, way back. Way back. Old. He's coming in the studio today. Yeah. He's he's get a, he's got a playoff game for the Pirates. Hadn't done that since. Well. The early aughts. Let's just do that. So he's 20 years-ish. It's been really that long yeah, since they've supposedly. been in the playoffs? Yeah. Well, that's, that is a great accomplishment. I know. That's what I'm saying. It does. I'm hoping he well, hadn't been the coach the whole time out there. No. <laughs> or this is going to be a problem. No, no. We, no. we harass every guest. He knows yeah. that. But anyway. He knows what he's getting into. He's uh, He's got a pretty darn good thing going on right now. We're going to get him in here in studio in about cool. 25 minutes. He's got... So you got a uh, opponent yet? He's going to tell you. Okay. Why are you asking me? He's a coach. Well, you said you're working. I'm working. All right. I'm not that hard right. working, though. Well, I'm no. looking forward to all this. Yeah, we're going to get a chance to hear from him. I always like to hear people's stories about setting up a playoff game. Oh, yeah. The, Especially the, if you hadn't done it for a yeah, while. Yeah, the, the uh, you know, give and take of setting up. People who haven't been a part of that process, it's a lot of fun. A couple of years that uh, I helped with uh, Coach yeah. It was fun to go to those meetings to set up playoff games. Were any contentious meetings? No, but no. You, it's funny what you get hung up on. Such as? What ball are you going to use? The ball? Yeah. They do it like the, they do football. When, when we've got it, we use our ball. Yeah. When you've got it, you use your no, ball. It doesn't work. Oh, see, I hate that. And uh, I was a part of a meeting. It, it went so bad that we ended up in Sulphur Springs. 
for a playoff game. What do you mean it went so bad? Well, Salt Springs, I think, has built a gym in the last couple of years. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, they have. But back nice then, gym. back then, I think you called playoff game in the old Sulphur Springs gym. Yeah, it, it was not nice. It was. Well, it wasn't as bad as Pittsburgh's old gym. Yeah, that yeah. was maybe. The, I agree, but nobody worst. Nobody played in Pittsburgh. They do now. Yeah, they got a nice yeah, gym yeah, now. Everybody wants to play there. It's now. amazing these places have figured it out. Build a nice gym. People will come. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Particularly for, you know, it's unfortunate up here in the northeast corner, the far corner, we don't get many playoff games. No. Yeah. We're, we're, well, no, That's why, why, why drive here? It would have been so cool this year if uh, L.A. and P.G. would have ended up meeting in football because I think they'd already talked about Grimm. And yeah. That would have been cool. Now, my question becomes, if they meet, let's say those two, if they meet in the in the baseball playoffs, do they go to Hooks? This year they might. Everybody is. Yeah, this year they might go to Hooks. Because you risk bad weather if you don't, so you yeah. might have that booked early. Yeah. And, yeah. Book it now. Yeah. So every weekend. Just book it right now. Yeah, or every everybody weekend. Right now is already booking it. May. Nobody has to go to, what was it, Paris Chisholm that we oh, used to have yes, to go to? It was Paris the closest Chisholm. turf. Yeah, yeah, closest. Yeah, that or what? Any, was was North Texas Community College lit turf? I don't remember them having turf. I don't think so. It's been a minute. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember them having turf. Anyway, so I we, do. I do think it was Chisholm that had. Yeah, it was turf in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, makes zero yeah, sense. There's nothing around. Why there. do they have turf? Because that's how you get people to come. <laughs> Why would you want to go there? Uh, maybe Why they, wouldn't the Paris maybe build Maybe someone knew one. Yeah, Even Paris, when they built that new stadium five or six years ago, didn't put in turf. No. That makes zero sense. You know, I met a guy here a while back who worked at uh, uh, PJC. Okay. Uh, he told me a story about the Paris coach. They wore out their welcome over there. Paris High School then? Yeah. You know, for years we went over to cover their games at PJC. Yeah, what was that coach's name? Sykes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Philip Sykes was yeah. uh, the the kid. Bill Sykes was the coach. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they wore out their welcome at PJC. Really? Yeah. I never liked there that place. I, I didn't like it for a number of reasons. Number one, it's one of the few places that you're battling the sun. Yeah. Especially in the spring, all the way to the end of the game, it really felt dangerous for kids who were sitting in. In the left side of the infield or left field. I mean, for, for a third baseman or shortstop, that sun was relentless. Yes, it was tough. tough Number field. two, they had a huge foul area. Yes, it was. Didn't like that either. And we typically had to kind of be up the first base line a little Way bit. Way up the line. To get out of the way of the stands. And yeah. The the grandparents with their yeah. uh, bag chairs. but uh, A lot of that I didn't like about Paris. But, uh, of course, I met my first wife there. That's, <laughs> that may have something to do but with it. But they had a food truck, which wasn't bad. You get a decent chili dog there. It's all right. That's important. And we tried to call it once in that press box. It didn't work. No, nah, I'm not a press box guy for baseball. Now, it's funny. I was talking to Billy today. Texas High is going to North Lamar next week. Okay. You and I have called a bunch of games at North Lamar. Have? He says they upgraded that facility, but no turf. They tried it. What did they upgrade? They had turf on the ballot and it got voted down. So what they put? What they do? Up, make the bathrooms better? Paint it? Well, the bathrooms you had to go to the football stadium. I know. You have to, yeah, it's maybe the they have a bathroom stadium. now. I don't know, but yeah. So uh, that's a big park. But I, I told him the best place to watch the game is in the uh, Craig Jones 
Sweet. There it goes. Isn't that on the back of a pickup truck down the third baseline? <laughs> Craig Jones Sweet out there at the foul pole. Yeah. It's <laughs> the best place to watch it from. Probably still got that same folding chair. <laughs> so yeah. I know this. You, you can take your margaritas. You won't need salt. <laughs> no. There's salt right there for you. It was salty 10 years ago. It's still salty. <laughs> That's really the best place to watch a game. Mm. Well, I, I always like sitting up high there. It's the one place. Yeah, you, you don't ever want to set up it's high. It's the one place. I don't can always get you to set up high. In North Lamar. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere else would you ever sit in an elevated spot. I think because the weather's usually so bad there. Really? Yeah. It's the easiest place to stay out of the weather. Because usually North Lamar, when you go to Paris, North Lamar, yeah. it's there's lightning. There's always going to be a storm. Billy said four years that his son was in high school. Yeah. They were scheduled to go there either for varsity or sub-varsity. Yep. said they didn't play a single one of the games. Because of every, weather. Every one of them got yeah. canceled. That's what – yeah, my my mother, who lives in Wisconsin, was. I talked to her last night after I left here. We were talking about the weather. My mother's all about the weather. She said, there's a bunch of weather coming. I went, okay. She said, from Texas all the way up to Canada, across the country, it's I went, okay. I said, that's not good. I live in Texas. I don't like that. She said, I know. I said, but it's weird. She said, I, I said, I, we rarely get the bad stuff. She said, every time I watch, that's what I see. For whatever reason, the weather doesn't hit Texarkana. Yeah. Well. I, I say it's angels. It did right before Christmas. <laughs> and yeah. it did a couple years ago. But no, not like tornadoes, the horrible well, stuff. No, because I stopped in McCurtain County. I was... I was up in McCurtain County this weekend. Why? And I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, this is this. Who lives here? Why? No, hardy people, hardy people. I don't know, but uh, I have thought about opening up a tarp business up there. <laughs> really? There were tarps on everything, many, many <laughs> structures. If you have a home and don't have a tarp in McCurtain County. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I would, I would just go ahead and have them bought ahead of time. What are you waiting for? Yeah. All right. It's about uh, 11 minutes after uh, 5 o'clock. We'll take the break a minute early here. I'm uh, going to open up the door here at about 20 after. I think uh, Willie says he's going to pull up a little early. Oh, he's coming so, in? Yeah, he's coming in studio. How cool is that? I know. He's never been in this. We've never had him on the show. I don't think we've ever had him in 20 years if we've had Willie uh, no, we're on gonna the really show. No, we really have to give him the business today. So he's not only... On the show, he's in the studio, which is a rarity. First time. We usually don't let first-timers in the studio. What? We don't. We make them have to earn their way. Neither one of the Miss Texas we ever had on this show, did we let them in the studio? No, we do not. Neither one of them. Neither. You earn your way on. We're giving Willie. I get a playoff. Get a playoff. You earn your way in. So he's coming in studio. We'll take the break. We're going to come back just a little bit, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. Stick around. We're coming back in just a couple. We 
are back. 16 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 107. 9905 That is our number coming up in about 15 minutes. Willie McDonald, coach over at uh, Sims Bowie, going to be joining us. We'll talk boys basketball and the playoffs, which is something you don't talk about very often over there. Maybe it's the start of a new trend, however. I think so. We've had a good year athletically. Uh, tell you what, the pressure's going to be on Reckworth. <laughs> They had a really good football season. He doesn't mind pressure. I know. Pressure rolls off Grayson Reckworth. <laughs> Just like oh a, a inside pitch. <laughs> rolls right off and hits the ground. And you walk down to first. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, today, unfortunately, we, yesterday we started the show with a sad note. Yeah, loss of an icon and another one today. They come in th- just look out if you're an icon out there. If you're 80, the 80 year old group right yeah, now, a little trouble. 80 conic, you're, uh, yeah. But, but no, this, this was a public figure, uh, Tim McCarver, who passed Especially away. Especially if you're Dion. Dion Sanders didn't like him, dumped nope. a water bucket on him or yep. ice bucket on yep. him. Uh, no, uh, I think there were either people who loved the work of Tim McCarver or guys that he put off. But. You know, reading some about him today, he he didn't sugarcoat things. That no. was not his thing. I don't know if you read the story on the mothership, but uh, he basically said he felt like he owed the fans the truth. Yeah, not, not fluff, not no. self promotion. Didn't you know he worked for regional broadcast for the Mets and Yankees, right? National broadcast. Yep. For a couple of the networks. Yep. But he uh, he never felt like. He shouldn't call it the way he saw it. I agree with him. And so now, it was grating for some people. Yes. Some people didn't like that. Yeah. Some people thought he was too harsh. Some people. But you know, when you're inside the game, like McCarver was a you know all star catcher in the sixties, played with very good Cardinals teams back in his heyday. When you're inside the game, I think you take the position you have to make a choice. Choice one. I'm still going to be buddies with everybody yeah. in the locker room, and I'm not really going to hard sell what I know about the game of baseball. If I see a guy dogging it, I'm not going to say anything because we're all boys together. Or you take the other position of, it's my job. I'm responsible for telling the public from the perspective of a former player what's going on. And it's going to piss off some guys that I used to be in the locker room with. And by the time he was a network guy, he had separated himself. He was a generation away from players. Yeah. And so he didn't have to worry so much about hurting a former teammate's feelings. or Not maybe. very many. Yeah. So, um, but Tim McCarver was a guy who, uh, very knowledgeable. I think everybody agreed that he was knowledgeable. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I don't think anybody would say the guy didn't know what he was talking about. He had a unique perspective as he was a decent hitter. He was a decent catcher, but catchers handle pitchers and know so much about pitching. And he handled two of the greatest ever. I mean, Gibby and uh, uh, Carlton. Steve Carlton, when he was in Philadelphia. Yeah, well, he had him as a Cardinal. And in in Philly, yeah. So, and two of the most intense guys. You know, Carlton was kind of just a weirdo, and Gibby was just intense. Well, Carlton and angry. was a lefty. Yeah, so he, he, he was a typical 
strange behavior yeah. lefty. Right. But uh, Gibby had a lot of anger in him. I, the best stuff I read today was the credit that Tim McCarver McCarver gave Gibson the credit for helping him get over his racist mindset. That he grew up in Memphis in a segregated school. He grew up in the South. He was a son of the South. And he carried that with him to the big leagues. And, and, and remember, 1950s, 60s, the Cardinals were still the southernmost team yeah, in, in Major yeah. League Baseball. Well, they also had a couple of individuals, Kurt Flood and Bob Gibson, and they didn't play that. No. And, and McCarver talked about that, that when he would use the N-word, he was called down on it by both of them, and Gibson basically just threatened to kick his ass. And he should have. Yeah, and, and wasn't tolerant of it. No. And uh, that was a time when not all African-American people felt empowered enough to say that out loud. Well, I think and, by and, the late 60s, I think there was a lot more of that I, I empowerment think, yes. than we saw in 61 or 2. Yeah. But uh, our guest is here. They're rolling up in twos. In. Yeah, step out. He he brought celebrities with him. Yeah, it's one thing to be Willie McDonald. It's another thing when you bring celebrities with you to come on the show. Well, let, let me get the celebrity in. Tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break first. We'll do a little bit earlier than normal. We'll get him set up in here, and we'll talk a little basketball with uh, Sims Bowie, head basketball coach Willie McDonald. We come back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. One oh seven nine. can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early and will be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with the doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from American Cancer Society. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time perhaps today, during a disaster? you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Welcome back. 23 and a half after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. We've 
move folks around a little bit. Tony Kirk is uh, back in the uh, shadows where he belongs. Creepy, just over here. In yeah, the creepy old man in the shadows, and uh, out in the uh, the limelight spotlight is uh, Willie McDonald. I didn't coach you up on this. You got to get up there right by, or just pull it by you. There. How about yeah, perfect. Perfect. Oh, look at you! Is this yeah. good, like an old pro. Like you've done it. this over and over it. again. I got it. I got. I listen to you all the time. Oh so God, I understand that. That's plus that. Al Hanna. I'd always watch Al Hanna and Robert Taylor. They used to broadcast our our games. Just the fact that you even said our names in the same breath as, as Al and Robert. I know, man. Now he, I'm he's like, a legend. Oh. Al used to call me on Monday mornings when I was at Pleasant Grove in New Boston. Yeah. And, you know, he would always do all of the oh, yeah. the, the weekly coaches show. You yep. know, about a five, six-minute oh, yeah. spot. And I, I always loved talking to Al. He, he, he was always good for high school sports. In always the best. He was. No he question. Was. Class. Him. Yeah, it's class. Big That's time. what you're... Big time class. The, the voice you're hearing, the face you're seeing, Willie McDonald. He is the boys' basketball coach over at uh, Sims Bowie. Where, uh, first of all, congratulations. Well, Are you, you pinching yourself about we're going to the playoffs? Yeah, a little bit. Just a little. A little well, a, a little bit. Um, this team's pretty special. I mean they they don't you know they got a lot of grit. I, I use that a lot when I when I talk about them. Yeah. Just just because they they don't. They don't give up. They don't know when to quit. You know, we never have bad practices. Really, you know, we we've got kids that that's been in in with me since sixth grade. Okay, they they know how I am. They and and they kind of you know they they kind of run it sometimes. They, I mean, really, I, we do the same stuff all the time. You know, drill work and everything like that, and it goes smooth. But but people like Logan McCullough and and. Lane Johnson, those guys, they, they help me a lot. You throw out, they run it. And I know what you mean. People yeah. listening go, wait, what, the kids are running? Why are we paying yeah. a coach? Yeah. I know what you mean. And what you mean is when you get to a stage where you got a team where the kids are holding each other accountable, yeah. Yeah. your exactly. job becomes oh, infinitely so easier. easier. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have bad practices. I mean, we, we really don't. Uh, we we get in there and, and I you know we, we meet before we ever practice and go over the practice schedule and they know what what to expect, and it's like I tell them. I said, "Guys, we don't have to be here very long, but but the time yeah. that we're here, we're we're going to get after." It. And they do. We, I'm telling you, we don't have bad practices, and when, that carries over to the games. When did you recognize this year, or was it last year that what you had was maybe special? A little bit of both. Um, I had I had three guys that played JV. Okay mostly last year and i just kind of kind of watched them and and i was just kind of like man they they know what's going on yeah you, you know they did the, their hustle and and their term determination it, it was it was all kind of factored into it and then this year i really didn't know because i lost seven seniors and five of them were wow. starters and you know we finished 20 20 and 11 last year and missed playoffs one game um, and then this year, I, I really didn't know what I, what I had. Changed some things around offensively to try to fit what what I what I have. And we went to the Big Sandy tournament and and won the Big Sandy tournament and beat New Diana in the finals. And uh, I, I kind of thought to myself, I said, "Man, we you know we did a lot of good things in that tournament." And it just carried over. It right. carried over, and and it carried over. And and like I said, I've got a. a I got a good post, Cody Grass. He he's he's been been very very um, productive everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mentioned, Logan McCullen. He he's a defensive guy. He 
You know, he's kind of like the, the, the driver of a, the bus, I guess you could say. Uh, Clay David Allen is the other post. He contributes. Uh, Braden Klemanowski, uh, Jason Kelly, Aiden Sellers, Lane Johnson, just my assistant, Tyler McDaniel. We, we all work so well together, and, you know, it's, it's a big family. You know, I mean, it, it really is. It's funny here you use the term post. You know, you get four A five. You don't hear the term post a lot anymore. You know, long, uh, down where you you guys are, do you still have true post players play with their back to the basket? I, I do. I do this year. Last year, I had all guards, and 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 our system was it wasn't five out. It's more four out, one in type right, stuff. Right. But I didn't really have a post where you know you post up, you you feed him and stuff like that. This year, I got two of them, and the what we do is it's like. I mean, our offense is is centered around them. It's he's gonna they they are gonna touch the ball before anything else happens, you know. And and so far, it, it's been uh, quality games, quality minutes. Uh, possessions are important. We talk about possessions uh, in in each game, and and they they take that advice. And I mean, some you know the other night against Clarksville, that that's one of the things that we talked about. I said, you know, make every possession a game. You know, and 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 treat every possession like it's the last possession of the game, and they and they come out and they they dominated Clarksville. Now Clarksville won the district, yes? No, no. Who won we, it this year? We beat them, right? And so we are co-district champs. All right, yes. Which yes. is a thing in of itself. It, if you're it hanging is. around with Clarksville, as much it, history it as is. they have, it, it is, and and they've got great great tradition. Um, but the past three years, we've split with them. Okay. You know, we, we've beat them twice at their place. They beat us twice at our place. This year we went down and, and they beat us in overtime. Uh, Cody fouled out in the, in overtime. That was a determining factor. Uh, this year, I mean, or not this year, but, but last Tuesday, they, they come to our place. And our kids knew what was on the line. I mean, it wasn't that we, if we lost, that it was such a terrible thing. But, but they wanted to do something that hadn't been done in, in 23 years at James Bowie. And, and B, one, go to the playoffs. Right. And two, uh, have a chance at district championship. And, and, and they played well enough that, you know, we, we got fortunate towards the end of the game and held on to, to beat Clarksville. How much are you going to appreciate that banner hanging? Big time. Big time. I mean, honestly, that's... I, I know. I mean, it, it it's something that, that you know, the, the kids have, you know, they mentioned, you know, they've talked about it. I, I really haven't, you know, thought about it. Right, but, right. Because there's so many other things that are going on right now. I have time to reflect after the, you know, sure. after the season sure. and, and, and all of that. But, yeah, it'll be nice, you know put the kids up there and, and, and they can come back 10, 15 years yeah. and say, man, we, we did that. That was us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. See yeah. another one around here? Exactly. No, ours is up there. Exactly, that's right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. How'd y'all determine seating for the playoffs? Uh, between us and Clarksville? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I kind of had it in the back of my mind that if we beat them, we'd be tied. And... I just, after the game, we all came in my office and I told Coach Hill, I said, look, let's split it. You, We both get a trophy. We both get a banner on in the gym. You can have the first seat. I'll take second seat. And and he was all for that. And, and that's that's really, we didn't have to flip. We, did, we didn't have to do anything. Now, had you uh, been studying brackets? Yeah. 
<laughs> See, I, so, if I'm the other coach and someone says that to me, my first thought is I should have really looked at those brackets. Closely. Is that Michael, by the way, over in Clarksville? No, that no. is Stanford Hill. Stanford Hill, okay. okay. He's been there for – he's been the head coach for two years. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he, you know, and, and not to take anything away from Clarksville or anything away from, from them, you know, but I, I've i been doing this long enough. I, I – you know, I, I kind of knew where I wanted to be in the bracket. Right. Even though I hadn't been in, in the bracket for <laughs> so many years, you know. Uh, and, and, and I hear people kind of, other coaches kind of complain about, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know about this official. I don't know about where we're playing. And I'm like, man, I said, those are good problems Yeah, no kidding. Those, those are great problems to have. So why the second seed? Where, well, do you? Tell me some school here. What school are you seeing down the road that you'd rather avoid uh, on that side of the bracket? Uh, I kind of wanted to avoid uh, Sam Rayburn. Okay. Um, Duncan Hudson is the coach there, which he was a coach at Maud two years. He does a great job. I know what they have. Um, and I, and I, and you know, where is things, it? I don't even know this. It is it's straight north of Greenville up, okay. up on the Red River. So is that up close to – Past Cooper there, or was it? Yeah, it's 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 up north okay. of, of Cooper, right. and and I just I, I thought that our chance, and I'm not saying that we're better than Quinlan Bowles. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I just thought that we match up with them sure. better, um, and the, the second round game, you know, um, we'll play the if we're fortunate enough to win, we'll play the Munster and Celeste. Uh, winner and and i'm okay with either one of them right too i mean really i mean you you get at this point of the season i, I don't care who i play I, I really don't but looking at the bracket I, I just thought for our kids and what we do offensively it, it was a little better you well, know more, more than anything willie mcdonald in here he's a coach over at the sims Bowie's boys getting ready to play first round basketball in the when and where it's going to be next tuesday right. at seven o'clock okay at Mount Pleasant Gym. At Mount Pleasant. Yeah. And your opponent for round one is? Quinlan Bowles. Quinlan Bowles. They are the third place team okay. out of the district with uh, North Hopkins won it. Cooper got second and Bowles is third. They're having a playoff for fourth between um, Como Picton and Alba Goten. Okay. Yeah. Are they shutting down? They might. Sims Bowie? They might. I mean, I, I can't imagine anybody's going to be in town. Well, they They're all going to be yeah, in. They, Sims they, all going to be in Mount yeah, Pleasant. They, they shut down the post office and the school. Well, you know, that's, you know that's a big There's deal. There's no caution uh, out of red no, light that's a to big shut deal. down. So I'm is. a little curious here because you got two post players and you convince somebody to come to the Mount Pleasant gym, which is somewhat open and not the greatest shooting gym in the – you've <laughs> yeah. already – Slick yeah. Willie, is that a good yeah. name? Here, I, I don't know if I want to make a deal with you on where I'm playing. Well, it, but it, it, it's halfway point. Really. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. That's I mean, how you're selling Pitts, that. Pitts, Pittsburgh <laughs> was taken. Mount Vernon, they had a double header. And and I, you I just didn't, happened to end up with two plays, post yeah. players in a wide open yeah, area. I, gym. I, I did not want to play a double header. <laughs> and so we were fortunate enough with Mount Pleasant. They said, yeah, you can have it. So I got it. This has been a great <laughs> year in Sims. Yeah. I mean, you guys had everything. a great football everything, year. Everything. Everything. Yeah. We, we were yeah. talking earlier on the Tony mentioned the pressure's on Reckworth now. No joke. Baseball better show up no this joke. year because uh, football and, and basketball have had That's amazing right. years. That's What's right. going on? What's in the water? We got great kids. Well, you've had great kids before. Yeah, but but this this group of of seniors and juniors and sophomores they're just 
they got it. You know, they, they, they love it. Yeah. You know, they, like I said, in football, I mean, we, we didn't have bad practices. And people people were going to say, that's not true. You have bad practices. But we really didn't. You know, and, and I'm telling you, we, we don't go very long. We, we go an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and we, we get out of there and, and let kids be kids and don't beat them down or anything like that. How long have you been in coaching now? I know you're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna age each other because we go back. I got ways. started in 1990. Okay, I went. I was in um, Rosenberg, Texas, okay. which is outside of um, Sugarland, and then I left there and went to Pleasant Grove, and that's where I got to know you. Right. That's when you were young, had hair, that kind of thing. Well, you were young. Yeah, you were young. <laughs> you were young, but I used to remember. I would drive in and I'd listen to the radio. And and you just hear Chuck Zack, and I'm thinking, I think I work with him. You know, yeah. then that was like the first part of the year that, right, that I right. was there, and 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 then all of a sudden I, I met Chuck Zack one day playing basketball. Yeah, wasn't all you thought it was going to be basketball? <laughs> no, it, it really was, and I'm like, dude, he's talented. He can teach. He can play. Yeah, basketball. oh, all of that. Yeah, you should see me juggle. Bay fan, Packers fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, here it comes. Right. Here come the shots. Oh, that's all. That's how it is. So we were talking about negotiations before you came yeah. in today and negotiating yeah. for – you got the gym, where your officials, basketball. Talk about all that because, as you said, you hadn't done this in a little bit. I, I hadn't, but, but you know, sometimes when you're – when you're – when you got the experience – and you got all that paperwork and say, man, I want to be able to use that paperwork <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> but you, yeah, I've got good friends, you know, and I say, hey, what do I need to look for? Right. You know, what what do I do here, here, and here? And I've got a form, and, and, and the guy that I work, that I'm going to play, uh, Coach Thomason at, at Quinlan Bowles, he was easy. He, he, he was easy. We only had to do one coin flip, and really it wasn't even a coin flip where you pick a – you pick a town, yeah, and he picked a town, and I got it, and luckily I said the even. old zip code, yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> because the only thing that we we kind of had a discussion about was was who was home because Mount Pleasant's gym has the 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 better seating, yeah, good seating. And, and stuff like that, sure, and um, that's the only thing. So you got him in Mount Pleasant, you got, got him, him at home, you agreed on officials, you agreed on the ball, he all let me that. get the officials and, and everything. <laughs> I mean. But How much better can it be? Uh, How about getting a I, I win? I'll tell you what. I'll take one to nothing right now. Yeah. I mean, I'd, one to nothing. We, we we have these conversations a lot about program wins. Mm-hmm. This is a program thing right oh, now for time. you. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, yeah, eight, we had a 20-win year last year. Yeah. That's a big darn deal. Not a lot of schools get 20 for wins James, in high James school basketball. Blue, it's a big time. You're not yeah, kidding. It really is. Second year of this little run here. Yeah. Now you're co-champions in the district. Yeah. You're in the playoffs. How big is win? And not to put too much on it, but to be honest with you, this is a building block thing. I think it uh, it uh, really boost us more than than we already are. I mean, like like I said, we were twenty and eleven last year. Had had good kids. We just we were in just a tough district. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it, it it really was. This year we're twenty and four. Um, district is is competitive. It, it is. Um, Mark Ware was the last coach at James Bowie when they had Colt Tharp. Remember that? Number? No. Oh, <laughs> I said we're going back a minute. Yeah, he 
I mean, uh, they were co-champions in 2000, and I don't, I don't think that he won a playoff game because I sent him a okay. message. I was asking, and he sent me back. He said the last, the last playoff win for James was 1960. Stop it. I think now, and and again, I haven't done the research. This is coming from Mark. He he sent me. What is a, a former a coach? Message. Well, yeah, he he was at James yeah. Bowie for for uh, a, a few years, and and actually, that may be the the state championship team. In 1960. Uh, they, they, James Bowie's won two in 1958 or 59 and 60-61. They won it. And actually, Billy Baker lives right around the corner from me. He was he was on, on that, that state championship wow. team. Yeah. I see. I see so you Mr. have Baker. access to that information. Yes. <laughs> I sure and, and what are these guys thinking about this? You know, I, I haven't talked to, to Mr. Baker in, in a while. Um I'll tell you a story about his brother, though. All right. I'm in. We're in uh, San Antonio four or five years ago, and uh, we just got through eating, and I'm in the suburban, and I pull up in the parking lot, and I step out, and I hear an older gentleman say, "Are you driving that James Bowie suburban?" And I'm thinking, <laughs> I done hit somebody, or you know, I, I did something wrong. something over, killed yeah, a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, "Yes, sir, I am." And he, he introduced himself, and he says, "I was I was on the state championship team and and everything, and and told me about hitting the free throws to to win either win the semifinal game or win the state championship game. I can't remember what it was, wow. but that's Mr. Baker's brother. That okay, small world. You run into him in San Antonio, and he said he's been going to the state tournament every year since 1960. Wow, yeah." yeah. Yeah. Who knew the Baker brothers? Holy no joke. No joke. Yeah. yeah. Small I mean, world or what? It really is. Really is. Movie, you know, and, and I you know, I got a picture with him, put it on Facebook yeah. and had a little write up and everything. I thought that was neat. Yeah. I, I, I like history stuff like that. Well, that's great. It's it, great it is, history. It is. Yeah, and that's what your kids is. are writing right now. Right. They're writing some new history. If you that's think right. about it like yeah. that, even a playoff win and it hasn't been for sixty years. Yeah. Yeah, and again, don't quote me on that. That is, uh, you, you quoted know, that's, yourself. That's, that's, you said <laughs> <laughs> we got you on Facebook. We're recording this in two different medias. You, you so. may be no, right. but the beauty of this is somebody out there, if they know something different, will let us know. Exactly. Nah, we run one back in '78. Well, yeah, They'll yeah. let us know. Yeah, yeah, and I and I hope that they do. I, I, you know, I don't I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to give no, out no, any, no, no, any, any false. Uh, no, now, didn't the, the football team this year go as far as they'd ever yeah. gone? First, first team to win ten games. And go past the second round. We so, went to the third round. How yeah. many mm. kids have you got that were part of that? Logan McCullough was a quarterback. Lane Johnson was running back. Jason Kelly was a receiver. Uh, and some younger kids. So how many kids are rec- or is Reckworth weight known from yours? All of them. All of them. <laughs> He just has to be patient. I hope. Well, <laughs> I but mean, it, that's it, that's just how it is. It's you know? small and, school. And, I mean, yeah, it, it's, and it's you know, it's like where I grew up in Bradley, Arkansas. I mean, the football team was a basketball team, and the basketball team was a baseball team. The baseball was the FFA judging team. That, I mean, you know, that's that's just how that's it how is. It works, you know, and it's you know, and it works out pretty good. Why do you love this job? I don't know. I mean, I just <laughs> I've grew up all my life around sports, yeah. and that, that's the only thing that I knew. Yeah, I mean, really, oh, I, I, I just didn't. I didn't know anything else, and I really didn't think that I'd ever thought about doing anything else. You know, there's uh, nothing else like it, is there? No, there, there's really not. And 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 James Bowie, um, 
people that don't know the inside of James Bowie, they, they don't understand how good it is. You guys keeping it hidden. You're keeping it a secret over there. Sean, Sean, Sean yeah. told us he that. I'm telling you, he, man. It's, you, you, it's a hidden gem. You look, people from the outside looking in at James Bowie, they have no idea. I mean, they, they really don't. No. We don't have problems at James Bowie. Hey, take your hat off when you yeah. come in the building. I mean, that's... The end. I mean, it's you, old you, school. You don't, yeah, and, and that's because of parents. Yeah. Parents are great. Administration's great. We got good coaches everywhere. Well, rural schools are a little different dynamic than... And I, I've been, schools, I've been there, yeah. been there, and done that yep. in other places. Yep. Yeah, I, I have. You know, I wish I'd known about James Bowie about twenty years ago. How long you been there now? I got there in twenty fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So you're coming up on ten years. Yep. I am. All right. I am. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm glad you came in. I'm glad. It's I great got seeing you again. You should make a deal that if uh, if you win two playoff games, Reckworth has to shave. All right, I'll, I'll run that by. Run that by. No, you don't run it you by. Just tell him that's the deal. We made this deal on the radio. I'll, I'll run that by. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think you know he he has a new baby. Okay. Know, he, and and I think he trimmed it up. Just did he? Like, oh, did he? A little bit. Not. You know, it's not. It's, it's still. It's still down full. There a little bit. Yeah. It's still. You know, that's what the, that's what the ladies like now. Thick and furry. Well, is what he only has one lady right now. That's only. The ladies like. That's all that matters. That's right. That's the only one. As long as that one's happy, it's all that matters. Thank y'all for the invite. Willie McDonald's great seeing you again. Best of luck Tuesday night, Mount Pleasant, seven six o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Quinlan Bowls. Get a chance to see the Pirates. Maybe making some history. Yeah. And so. uh, we get a couple of these in. We'll get you back in here. Good deal. You can bring some guys Sounds with good. you. Sounds good, man. We'll take the uh, time out. It's about uh, 15 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. We're coming back in just a minute. Welcome back. Ten minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. One oh seven nine. Great seeing Willie McDonald again. It's been forever. We let her off. And uh, nice little visit. Yes. And we let her off easy. We should have made her sit here and talk about no. four sons who were just all outstanding athletes. Yeah, we talk about them all the time. It was. Yeah. It's, it's Willie's moment. It's moment. Yes. yes, that's a good way to look at it. Yep. Besides, so. he's he got to see Ben's posters all the time. He's sitting here anyway. <laughs> So, so there's always that. Always that. Yeah. But, uh, either way, uh, good visiting with them. All right. The um, trying to think of where I wanted to go here. The um, 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 what was I wanting to say? I had I had my mind, and I all of a sudden just lost it. Oh, I, I got a thing a few minutes ago from a Sci-Fi Guy. That's what it was. Kevin Love apparently is about to out. get to uh, leave Cleveland with a buyout deal. That uh, we were talking about him the other day. Actually, yeah. it's weird timing. He's the last piece of the championship team. Yeah, in Cleveland. I always thought he was a good ancillary spot player. Yeah, but he, they it felt like they held on to him a long, well, a long they invested time. too much money in. Him. Yes, yeah, they, they had Overpaid, a lot of money. Overpaid, but what seemed like a non guy you're going to build a championship around well and he wasn't but they when Kyrie and, and LeBron left they had a bunch of money 
left, and nobody put it in. The, uh, and he was a little soldier and was willing to stay for the uh, max contract. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, he's a likable guy, good ball player, not, you know, a perennial all-star type player. But he had some health issues a few years ago. Yeah, he's had some feet problems yeah. and things like that. But in his prime, he was 20-10 every night. And uh, 20-10 every night. Oh, no, that's great. Earned you a bunch of money in that it, league. It gets you rich, no question. And he was a guy that was more of a face the basket big he wasn't what i always considered a true post guy no no no, no. but uh in today's game that's all right you don't have to be but he would get his 10 rebounds every yes uh last night the uh razorbacks got gigged looked so good early well it was really the aggies look bad i watched about i probably watched about 15 minutes 20 minutes of that game i didn't stay for the whole thing and early on boy the eggs could not make any they look so dreadful. Watched them airball a three on their home court. But by the end of it, they did what they've been doing this year. Because I kind of was – I was on the Tennessee-Alabama game, and when that one ended, it flipped over to the Arkansas Which, game. By the way, Tennessee, nice win for them last night. Rick Barnes can still coach. Rick Barnes can coach. Tennessee is still very good. Uh, I don't know where Arkansas sits in this conference right now, and I don't care about record. I'm talking about I don't know where they are right now as far as the hierarchy of this thing. I, You know, the other day we were talking about pundits seem to think they've surpassed Kentucky. Well, that used to be a big deal. Now I don't know. I don't know that Kentucky's a tournament team. Probably not. I'm not so sure that the Razorbacks aren't any better than fifth probably. in that conference. Probably. Which the, all, all the talent that Musselman brought in – you would be thinking, well, we're going to be hanging some banners, and they may still, they may get in the playoff in the, in the tournament if they get in, and they may gel, and they it may all come together. They were very young. They are very, they are yeah. very young, and they haven't played together a lot. Billy and I talked about it this morning. A team that doesn't shoot very well has to execute. When you're not a great shooting team, you got to execute to the point where you get really good open looks, or you get to the rim. Yeah, and. Uh, They've had injuries. They were young coming in. They had four freshmen. And so it's really difficult for them because they're not a bunch of great shooters. And so uh, they're going to need to work. And maybe over the next two weeks or so, they'll get the quality win or two and get in a tournament and then mail, uh, mail together at the right time. See, I thought Kentucky was quality win. It was on the road. On the road in Lexington, you think that's a yeah. quality win. That's a tournament kind yeah. of but the more Kentucky plays and the yeah, worse they look. Them. You know, it's the old like in college football. When you beat somebody good, you root for them the rest of the year. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that way yes. with their quality win in Kentucky right now. They need it to be better, and they need Kentucky to make it better. But when you look at that conference, those two you've already mentioned, Alabama and Tennessee, Tennessee. seem to be the cream of the crop this yes. year. Auburn's still pretty good. Uh, I don't know what's Florida got this year. I don't know. They come to Fayetteville, I, I think, this got. weekend. Well, so the Razorbacks can't afford to lose any more yeah, games at home. I agree. They've got to. They've got to clean that home slate completely out. That loss at A and M would have loved to have that road win. And that would have been a decent ball club, and they are, and they're probably the other, the third team in that conference. Yeah, they and Auburn we're, are probably right there we're, together. We're flipping around everybody else, but I think yeah. they tied with Alabama now. Yeah. After that, they get a chance to catch Alabama. So, not not uh, ignoring the Ags, 
Yeah. But the Razorbacks win over Kentucky just doesn't have the same glamour that it has now. Granted, they beat A&M in Fayetteville a couple weeks ago, but they can't lose any, they can't lose home games at this stage. I think there's three I left. Agree. I think there's three left they, before they start the conference. But I still think they could uh, mash, melt together at the right time and be a decent ball club. And they still got the uh, you know SEC tournament to help them get together. Or not. Yeah. They're not great on the road. I know. So we're going to put them in neutral site yeah. and say, okay, you're going to have to probably – I don't know if they have to have two wins where they sit, depending on how this I, next five games goes. If, the, if they go three and two win their home games – Yeah, then I think they're okay. Then I think they win a game in the tournament they're in. Yeah, I agree. But if they don't do that – Then if they go two and three, they may have to win two games. And I don't know that that team can go into neutral site and win two games. Yeah. We'll and that's see. always been the bugaboo for them. Can they go into a neutral site and win two? It is neutral. Yes, and, they, it is. and they travel well. Arkansas, even oh, yeah. I think in Georgia, will have they a just contingency. They don't play well when they travel. Yeah. But it's not like going into one of those tough road places. Well, maybe they can go to Kentucky and get the game there. Yeah. <laughs> see. And you get up for that one game. That's yeah. just it. You get up for that one amazing opportunity to knock off Kentucky, who's kind of been your rival in this. Now they're not that big a deal anymore. Are they rivals? I think Arkansas considers well, that was the that's the that's the guy the big guy you want to knock yeah. off was Kentucky for all these years, and Arkansas kept notching up closer and closer and beating them occasionally. You know they've got they've had some connections because uh, of uh, oh uh, Eddie went to Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Pil- who was uh, the guy that came from Kentucky? John uh, Pelfrey. Pelfrey, yeah, Pelfrey came to Arkansas. Well, that was a terrible hire. 